This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, all you have to do is go to squarespace.com and use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's like when you watch those National Geographic specials and you see like the seals laying out on rocks mm-hmm. and they're just like, like sunning, sunning themselves. themselves. Yeah, and like waiting for prey to come by to go snap it up. That's kind of what the meth head neighbors are like when it, when this weather comes out. But what prey no, do meth heads no, snap up? It's different now. They haven't. Uh, they've never really done this before. Now they've got a whole group of them. They've all got lawn chairs and they sit outside on the sidewalk and glare at everybody that walks by. That, and all with their shirts Wait, so off. So they're not happy in their in their sunny disposition. No, they're, oh they're no, angry. they're always angry. Okay. No, they're ang- they, if they're not doing meth, they're angry. I mean, that's just the rule <laughs> of the rule of the land. I thought maybe the sunshine would be good for them. No, no, no. I'm thinking about writing a book about this. I want to tell you about it. So this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you everyone for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of we are live we do. here out of Portland, Oregon, five days a week, and then available via the cyberwebs, Sarah. Via the internets? Via the, via the internets. Mm-hmm. Wherever podcasts can be, can be found. Um, yes, thank you everyone for tuning in. And we do want to remind everybody to, to go to funemploymentradio.com for all of your online shopping needs. Yes. That sounded way too... <laughs> to the cyber mall. Way too infomercially, the it way did. I just said that. It's good. Well, yeah. we're thrown off. It, you know, when, some, when there are some tech things, sometimes it throws you off. My headphones are like kind of crackling in my head, so it keeps throwing me off a little bit. Oh, there we go. But it's okay. Okay. Not That's the weather, right. though. No, not the weather at all. We're not going to talk about that. The weather is not bothering me whatsoever. We're not going to talk about that today, sir. I am not... Not sweating. Uh, of course, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the store and then uh, purchase whatever you would like. Go from there. So many things. So many things. We can't see what you buy. No. I, maybe I can. You can? No, I can't see. Oh, I want to see. I can't see what people buy. Okay. I was going to no. say, if you can see, I, I wouldn't see. look, even if I could. And even if you did, I would never tell what you bought. I would, <laughs> I would, never, <laughs> I would never let anyone know what you're buying, John and Boring. But anyway... Uh, no, we can't see anything. No. All right. Uh, but All right. what I was talking about here to start off with. So I will say this. Yes, in Portland, Oregon, it is very hot right now. But the only reason I'm bringing that up is because this is when my meth head neighbors are at their fullest peak. This yeah, is their been season. Dormant. Yeah, they, they, oh. always, they always get very active when the they're, weather gets warm. They're dormant in the winter mm-hmm. when it's raining. So to explain this, I live in a house in southeast Portland. I, I've owned this house for, for a number of years. I have meth head neighbors. The rest of my neighborhood is completely nice except for the neighbors that I share a fence with. And these guys are the bane of my existence. I've tried to get them out for years and years and years. They're never going anywhere. They are they're implanted there. No. They will not just like generation after generation keeps showing up. Oh yeah. Of, like they'll die off. They no. will literally die off or go to jail and uh, more of them show up. No, the, well, the main two always, uh, they always stay there. They'll survive a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> if a holocaust happened, my method neighbors would still be there. They would still be outside of that place. And so since this is their active season or their stealing season, this is, this is why I should write like a, like a field guide to methods of the Northwest. Okay. Like a method field guide. So you feel it's Northwest specific. You don't feel like this is methods like anywhere else around the country. Uh, well, I don't have any experience in those. See, I would be, I would be the expert for the Northwest methods. There may be like a Southwest method expert, but I, I can't speak to their activities. Mm-hmm. But if you treat them like basically animals and analyze them that way, then I think I could be, I think I could write a pretty good. It could be helpful. Yeah. I think I should submit a thesis or something. What have you noticed? from them sunning themselves. Well, they've been sunning themselves, like, what time of day? No, I mean, like, do you think that they're doing it for, like, aesthetic purposes? Do you think they're trying to become, like, sexier? (laughs) Like, sexy methods? I think in their minds, they might already think that they're sexy. I'm not sure. Because the way that they, the way that they look at everybody walk by, they, especially women, I'm going to admit this, I've I've seen them. I think they believe they are already the, the top the top ones, the top tier. Mm-hmm. But in method land, these guys are the top tier because there's different levels of methods. This will be all in my thesis. So, sure. so the the top there's the alpha methods, mm-hmm. and it's the alpha ones outside, and then they've got their henchmen. The henchman, there's the cleaner, and he's the guy who cleans up after. Is he they, still around? Yeah, the cleaner the cleaner comes by every now and then, but that the particular guy can be replaced by another person. Okay. So there's always somebody that's cleaning up after them. 
So if they dismantle something out in the street, the cleaner will come out. Now, is it still and like the seriously clean? Is it still the same ones? Like, are they out with the? Because weren't you saying there were some like hot chick? Excellent heads? question. No, the, so, <laughs> no, there, there weren't hot chick meth heads. There were hot chicks that were going over to the meth house. That's what threw me off. I think maybe they were meth chicks. So in maybe training. they're like all of a sudden they're like they become self aware and they're like, hey, there's some hot chicks <laughs> here. Now I want to kind of sun myself and not look like so methy. Reached singularity of meth, <laughs> about methness. Maybe they're trying to be like methy but with a tan. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I don't think there is such a thing as a hot meth head. I don't know if that really works. I there mean, has to be. Well, these girls that went over there. I mean, not there, your neighbors, but there has to be somewhere. The girls that went over there, I think they're they're the ones just before. Like, when you see faces of meth, like, printed print in the newspaper, mm-hmm. this is the before picture. Oh, they're like the pretty before girls. They're the pretty before girls. Mm-hmm. And two years from now, not not so much. Not Do you so think much. other pe- like places have faces of meth, or is it just uh, mostly oh, yeah. Northwest? Uh, I think meth is. Meth has become pretty universal now. Okay. Yeah, I think pretty much everybody can understand what a meth head is. Okay. But, yeah, those girls were the before picture. Now, on top of this, so so the ones outside, there's those are the alphas. There's people posting some disturbing pictures in the live yeah, chat. That was disturbing. You're a live subscriber. <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's the alphas, you know, and that's mainly the two brothers that live there. So there's the two brothers. There's the older one who's kind of a kind of more of a meathead, but he's not as scary. And then there's the younger one that's terrifying. Mm. The younger With one, the new neck tattoo, right? Yes, he's that got. A, yes, he does. He's got a brand new neck tattoo. I remember you talking about uh, that. He's evolved over the years because he first he used to deal drugs out in front of my house. Now he he keeps it generally to his neighborhood, but his cutoff shorts have gotten shorter and shorter over the years. So now they're they're especially short. I mean, I don't. I don't like ever want to look at him, but sometimes I can't help it because no, you kind of have house. to. Yeah, but I'm always afraid there's going to be something like dangling, something hanging out from the yeah. bottom. They're they're that short. Well, it's going to be warm, it's, and things get a little stretchy. Oh, when it's warm. see, and this is what I don't want to see, especially when he's sitting there with his legs spread out, sitting on the lawn chair Ew. in front of the house. Yeah, like my, in front of their broken windows, like like that area. Yes, yes. Oh, that's <laughs> another thing about the methods. I'm just going to fill everybody in on this stuff. So, so the house, the the part of the house that they live in, um, there the windows are all broken out and. There's cardboard up in place of them. Not even boards, just cardboard. Cardboard. Cardboard over the windows. And then there's a giant there's a giant sign that says no visitors. As though that doesn't look suspect. So they're getting lots. No, it doesn't. doesn't in their minds, they probably think that that's enough to like keep the police away. <laughs> like they're like, oh, no visitors. Look, we posted it. We posted it, officer. Yeah, you, you can't come in you here. You can't come in. You can't come in. Not in my neighborhood. Yeah, maybe wow. that's it. Uh, but, but as th- we know, the police will never do anything to them anyway. No, that so is true. It, it doesn't really matter what they it's post. It's true. Little do they the- know. They they probably have no idea though. They what? don't know the power that they have. What when it says no visitors? Yeah, I mean because yeah. they think that they're still like you know fighting That's fighting I mean. the police. Because you're mind, aware no. that yeah you're aware that they are totally in control. No, they're not aware of the outside world. Mm-hmm. They live in their own particular bubble world and everybody else can see it but they can't see outside of it that's why that's why i'm i'm a good uh you know what is what would i call myself a studier yes know. yeah that's what you're that, a very we'll learned man yeah Greg. yeah we'll use that uh technical terms but so so his shorts have gotten shorter his um his gut has gotten a lot bigger he's surprisingly a very overweight meth head which usually you don't find that often mm-hmm. and i think it's mostly i i'm not sure what makes it up i i don't know enough about that i haven't studied enough to how how he got well, that. Well, you but drink when you do. Meth, he does drink right? a lot. Yeah, he well, drinks a lot. Well, that's probably like a beer gut then. Yeah, right? I think so. I think so. Okay. Maybe it's counteracting the meth. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause I don't know. Is like meth a like a standalone? Do you, you you drink with it? You know, I don't know. Okay, I'm not I'm not entirely sure about that part of it. That's one of the mysteries of science that we haven't figured out yet. See, so, this is I really wish that I knew because I bet I know somebody who used to smoke or whatever smoke smoke meth. Smoke meth. Uh, I, I think whatever. you can... Who used to do meth, whatever Yeah, I think you can do it a number of ways. And But I mean, but nobody ever wants to talk about it, so I really want to know, you know, like, what like what it was like being a meth head, because I'm sure we know people that were meth heads. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. And well, I kind of want to know, like, what do maybe, you eat? Maybe if somebody like, is listening and they were a meth sleep? head, why don't you get a hold of us? Let us maybe know. Maybe we can find out, find out some more inside information. This will go into mm-hmm. my study. You'll be credited in it and all of these things. Okay. Uh, so, so there's that guy. There's, those are the two alphas. And then, then you know, they're henchmen of, under that. And that's kind of how it all lays out. But in their world, they are the kings. And that's why they're out there sunning themselves. They're like a lion on a rock. To themselves, they are, they are the lions of meth. That's what they are. And this is wow. their pride, their pride of meth heads. That's pretty much how it works. I think that's that's a pretty good analogy, actually. So that's been are. what they've been doing. So they haven't yeah. been like um, like dismantling cars or anything. They've just been oh no, they've sunny. been dismantling cars. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that still happens too. That's so usually that later at themselves. night, though. They do that towards the evening hours, and that's when they were dismantling a boat actually in their in their backyard the other day, which that's a that's a new thing. That reminds me of what happened. Uh, 
this not this last weekend, the weekend before last, when I had some people over for uh, perhaps a birthday celebration. Oh. Sarah was actually there for this one. I haven't talked about this on air. I so. did. I was not a fan of that. So had some people over to the house and it, there was quite a few people over there there was 15 to 20 people i would say and we had a um it was it was in the evening i don't know like seven o'clock and it wasn't as hot as it is right now so we had like a fire going We've got a fire pit in the backyard no big deal everybody does that and there were people sitting around it and all of a sudden i heard like three or four people that were sitting around it start one of yelling. them being me yeah no, by the way yeah what? no one of them yelling was like was me oh it was, was you you were there. oh yeah. you were one of them i yeah. didn't realize that Okay, so explain what happened while you were sitting there. No, so there. we're sitting next to the fire. And all, I'm and like, this is near the fence that I share with the It's methods. near the fence, but completely in your backyard. Probably oh. about a good like oh, three yeah. or four feet away from your fence. And all of a sudden, oh, as no, I'm sitting there. Oh, no, it's more than that. More than it's, that. It's more than that, yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's the shed thing, too. I forgot about that. But, yeah, as we're sitting around the fire, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm talking to my friend Lisa, and then... All of a sudden, it just feels like it's raining for a second there. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, Because I thought maybe someone had a squirt gun or something. And uh-huh. we look, and sure as shit, one of the meth heads has a hose over the fence and is squirting us. Yeah. With it. Now, I don't know. I know you went over. I don't know what happened, but right. I was pissed. Yeah. Because like, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, just uh, you know, out of nowhere, there's a fountain of water coming over the side right. from yeah. the creepy meth heads. Mm-hmm. And this, this is where they violated a rule. So the way the rules work with my house and their, their domain, their, where they live, their lair, if you will, a den maybe, um, they don't cross that line. They don't cross the fence. They don't do anything to my property. This has been established over years to where they're, they're kind of scared of me in a way. They, get, they, they know not to mess with my mm-hmm. side because I get all pissed off and I will call the police. You're an basically. angry little man. Yeah, I'm an angry little man, mm-hmm. yes. I, that's fine. If that's, if that's what keeps them from coming over, that's fine. I want them to think of me as an angry little man. So, um, so, so But once that happened, that instantly like set me off. I'm like, okay, I'm having people over to my house and you're squirting the hose? No. And so I didn't even say anything. I just turned around and left. And march straight over to their house to where they're to where normally they're outside sunning themselves, and knocked on the door. And this is the first time I've gone over to their house in, I, oof, I at least a, two three years oh, that wow. I've had to go over there to say something to them. The last time was when they were shoving their garbage cans in front of my house. I remember that. <laughs> I had to drag where they kept pushing back. it right past the pole, so it was on your they, property, yeah. and then we push it back. They had all this stolen yeah. stuff in garbage cans, like car parts <laughs> and like big thing of like cement they'd broken up. And no, would, every day they'd push it back. I remember. Yeah, that. they would push it onto my side of the property. I'd push it back, and it was this like tug of war for a while and then finally I went over there and oh, yelled Greg, at them. Oh Greg you're classy a garbage tug of war. <laughs> well what am I supposed to do? It's not my fault. Uh, so so when I went uh, went over there this time they, they know if it's me that it's serious but I, I walked over there and I knocked on the door and I hear this guy in there and he's like what? Who the fuck is it? I'm like it's your neighbor. I need to talk to you. He's like it's it's my neighbor? Oh, oh, okay. And I could hear him like shuffling around because once I said neighbor, he like got really serious and he opened the door. Because like, they only have one neighbor, basically. No, and they and know it's, it's you, me. Yeah. And this is why it further led led me believe that they really are afraid of me, which is awesome. And so, so he's like, "Oh, hey, 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 man!" And it was the older brother, the one who's not as scary with the neck tattoo. It's the older brother, and and uh, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, yes, yeah, somebody just uh, sprayed a hose into my backyard. I've got people over here, and they just got wet because of it. What's going on? And he's like, oh, uh, 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 my, uh, my friend is uh, washing my boat. And, uh, I mean, number one, I know he doesn't own a boat. No. <laughs> but, no. I mean, maybe they might have had a stolen boat back there. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sure it was an accident. <laughs> I'm like, and on top of that, the corner of the yard where it is would be inaccessible for any kind of a vehicle or car or Boat. They, I mean, it was complete bullshit what he was saying. Yeah. But he was he was terrified. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but let's make sure that doesn't happen again. And I, I did it like in this super intense way because I was so mad. And I look back to the side, and there's like, at this point, all the other uh, people from the party had realized, and there's like a group of like a dozen guys standing out on the sidewalk. It was all dudes, sidewalk. too. You guys, I'm yeah. like, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to pay I'm attention. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's like, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm real sorry. It won't happen again. It won't happen again. And then he closed the door and ran away, and it didn't happen again. It did not happen it did again. It did not happen again. So when I had to, 
it's being noted in the chat I'm being called the meth whisperer it's it's possible <laughs> maybe I can't communicate because I've had so many uh, well you have dealt so with them like the better part of a decade yeah uh, it's being noted also well Greg is an imposing figure no I'm not but there steps <laughs> down to their door so I was up above him so I had the full like Oh, you go down into like their den thing? Yeah, you have to go down into their den. Oh, yeah, it's like three or four steps down into the lair. Gross. Oh, yeah. The lair, I once again peeked inside. Like, it's rare opportunities to see in there. Well, they used to leave the door open a lot so you could see in. Used to, but they don't so much anymore. And inside of there, it's just like random associations of like couches that don't make any sense, like how they're put together and look like they're probably full of rats. And then like piles of clothes and used like looks some kind of automotive parts. And they legitimately have rats at their house. Yeah. Well, at least they they used to. They used to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they still do. Uh, but yeah, so I did get to see into the lair for just just Gross. a minute there. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's this is all going to go into my into my book into your memoirs. Yeah, the Northwest meth memoirs. Northwest field guide to meth heads. I think I should really write this. That's actually good, but you but yours is very specialized because not yeah. all meth heads are alike. I mean, yours are like kind of. I mean, they're not functioning, but they live in a house. They have a roof over their head. They're able to they successfully do. steal shit from all over the city and get away with it. It's, You've it's called true. the cops so many times, I can't even count, and the cops never show up there. So I mean, like uh, they no, are like they, they are a very special breed because other people rarely. get busted for this. They used to go the the police. Well, used maybe to that show is good. Maybe ago, it's like a guideline for people who do meth and are getting busted. Be like, live like these people and get away no, with I don't everything. Wanna, no, it's not. No, <laughs> that's the only that's book not what I, think I want. You can no, write I, about it's it. not like going to be a, a guidance and educational guidance on how to get away with, with being a meth head. No, it's <laughs> the, of course I can't say how to bust them. So I guess maybe no, you can't maybe in a because way. you've been trying to bust them for years. Yeah, and it doesn't work. Yeah. It's being noted in the live chat. They are successful methods. They are successful yeah, methods. They're functioning methods. They I have been. Yeah. I mean, even when you heard from the cops, like cops are even aware that they live there. Yeah. They just don't want to uproot them and put them into another neighborhood. Yeah. There is one. Like, seriously, the cops have said that they know that they're there. Like they clearly steal things. Like that time when you saw them unloading like a moving van. <laughs> yes. And they weren't moving. No. And, you know, just like no. unloading the ta- a moving van into the their time they unloaded Police drive by, nothing. Six PlayStations into their house, yep. which I'm sure they just have so I many. I remember seeing a bunch of children's bikes in front of their house. There are yeah. no children. No, no there, there are, are no, no children. There are no children over there. Oh, unless there is. Maybe there's like a secret There are basement. no children over there. That would be oh, awful. That would finally be the, the one way you could probably get rid of them, though. I don't know. I'd, I'm afra- I'd be afraid of going in there. Because there's, there's one new guy, a new association of those. Sorry, I'm talking about this so much. Much. This is just my life, so this is these are my <laughs> method neighbors. And there's yeah. a new guy, though, that's... Well, in the summer, it's s- always when this comes up a lot more. Well, and there's a new guy that's been scaring me a little bit more than than the uh, the other brother. Is he like that cougar that was wandering in southeast Portland? He has no fear of humans? I don't know. No, I think this guy can, like, see outside of the bubble a little bit. And that's why it's a little bit disturbing. So this new guy, I've only seen him twice. Um, he's been out there while they're sunning themselves, usually standing while they're sitting down. And he's look. He's like so cartoonish looking. He looks like he would be a character in like the Devil's Rejects or like one of a uh, Rob Zombie movie. Okay, like you put some clown makeup on him, he could be in a Rob Zombie movie. Like abnormal. I don't know. He's just like a weird shaped guy, and he wears overalls, and he's got like this, this uh, enormous gut. But but still, at the same time, I, like I don't even know how to describe it other than saying like something from a Rob Zombie movie. Okay, this guy looks like he could start. I can picture him. Yeah, yeah. And he's and he's always has like this half smile, and he looks around at everything that goes by. Like I said, I've only seen him twice, but that's that's all I've wanted so far, because he followed me from uh, driving up to my front uh, to the front of my house. And I could see him smiling, like the, with this weird half smile, looking at me the whole way. Ew. And then I got out of the car, and you do that glance at people where it's like, "Okay, stop staring," and that didn't work. So he just kept staring. So I was like, "Well, I'm just going to go inside. I don't want to deal with this." And stared at me the entire way. I'm picturing that he has one of those, like almost looking like man pregnant stomachs. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I was going that, for. Like he's wearing the overalls, right. but it's like it's screaming. not like he's just overweight. Yeah. It's like he, yeah, it looks like he's pregnant. No, I've seen those guys. They're weird. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, I don't know either. No, they get like that real solid. Like the rest of them isn't maybe like necessarily the biggest thing ever, but right. they get like, this big solid front. Right, and he's wearing mm-hmm. overalls. I mean, the guy is. They from always a wear movie. overalls. I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, that's uh, it's being noted. Maybe he could be called the Scout. That's true. He does kind of scout. If he's about. sitting there staring you down, yeah. unwavering, yeah, he could be. Well, anyway, sorry. I just uh, sorry about going off for that for a, while, for a while. I just wanted to make sure I got that. Well, out I there. do have to tell you it is summer. These for are the me newest too. notes for my uh, and my my neighborhood too. Although I don't live next to meth heads, the the shirtless guy who always sits out in front of the cafe, uh, the oh, cafe yes. next to my yes. uh, apartment, mm-hmm. he's back. 
Yeah. He's just sunning himself every day. That's not a method, day. though. No, he's not a... No. He could be. Uh, no, no, he's, no, not. And no, he's not. No method is going to be at a coffee no, shop. No, my, my neighborhood isn't, as, isn't very methy. And your neighborhood isn't methy either, except for your... Except for my neighbors, Neighbors, yes. which makes it The methy. ultimate <laughs> Which does make <laughs> yeah. it methy. Yeah. So, how many, how many methods do you need in a neighborhood to be, make it methy? Is that it? One with a residence. Really? Oh, yeah. If my next door neighbor was like... If they had like a meth factory, it would be a meth neighborhood. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, now we know. Mm-hmm. Um, should we do a little bit of uh, World of Crazy? Hell yeah. As if that wasn't crazy enough. Can you turn me up a little? Thank you. Oop. It's 111. Hello, my friends. <laughs> Just kiss the clock. No, I didn't. All right. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. Greg, have I told you how not hot it is in here? It is not hot. It's Mm -hmm. very cool. Mm -hmm. It's only 92 degrees in Portland (laughs) right now. Can I tell you how excited I am to be working at um, the bar tonight where the air conditioning is broken? You have mentioned this. Pretty, pretty stoked. I didn't mention it today. I'm just saying how excited I am. Okay. God, listen, Greg. All right, first up, story out of Portland, Oregon. What you doing over there? An Oregon... Greg, was this you? Oh, wait, no. I can see the name. It wasn't you. An Oregon man who was impersonating a sheriff's deputy has been arrested after taking an SUV out multiple times for a test drive and pulling over people. (laughs) Why would you do that? Uh, So, how was he impersonating... How was he able to pull people over? Well, let me tell you this. His name is Anthony McGuire. Uh, He's Because I've fantasized about doing this, but not in... See, and this seems like something that you would do. (laughs) But I would only do it to people who deserve it. People who don't. To people who deserve it. People who, who don't use it. blinkers when they when they change lanes. Oh that's, that's a, oh man, that's a big. You one are for me. terrifying to drive with. Why? You're too, you're too much of an emotional driver. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You're too emotional. You're too reactive. You're too uh, you're too uh, jumpy. What? It, I'm not like like how? I don't know. You get like really angry really quickly. Like you feel like you're being wronged with every I single person that you see. It's true. No, you you take it personally. <laughs> like anyone who's like going like either like a mile over the speed limit or a mile under. It's just like. They are doing it just to piss you well, off. Well, they probably are. Okay. So that's, yeah. Well, this guy's name is Anthony McGuire. He's from Salem. Uh, he was arrested this past weekend after a, motor- a motorcyclist and two employees from the car lot sensed that something was off and that he wasn't a real cop. They ended up calling the real deputies, and he was arrested. So what happened is this guy kept going back to this uh, car dealership. It's called Goodfellows Auto Sales. He went back three days in a row and told uh, workers each time that he was a sheriff's deputy, and each day he wanted to test drive a black uh, Chevy Tahoe. So that's what... So he didn't have to wear the uniform, he just told them that? No, so he told them he was a, he was a sheriff's deputy, and he wanted to test drive a black Chevy Tahoe. So the third time he went in, uh, the, the employees became a little suspicious and decided to join him for the drive. Which oh, they just let him go off I with the I guess so. They were just letting him drive around with the black Chevy Tahoe. Just because he said he was a sheriff's deputy. Did he, like, present a badge or anything? No, or? he just kept telling him it. So on the third day, so this is happening as he was driving uh, from Salem toward Portland. Uh, so just down the street from the lot as he started to get uh, head toward Portland, uh, he lowered the window. So this is Anthony McGuire. And started yelling at a motorcyclist to pull over. The motorcyclist <laughs> obeyed. McGuire told him he was stopping him for speeding. Wait, he just yelled at the guy and the yeah. guy pulled over? Yeah. Wow. So uh, after I haven't actually tried that. Greg, don't do not do that. <laughs> well, after uh, they came to the conclusion that McGuire had no badge or identification, his manner led everyone else to believe that it might be fake. The employees from the Goodfellows Auto Sales told investigators the motorcyclist had gone around the SUV because McGuire was driving very slowly, trying to bait people to pull them over. <laughs> so the motorcycle wasn't doing anything wrong. So uh, eventually... Anthony McGuire confessed to impersonating a deputy and was taken into county jail. He was charged with criminal impersonation, which is a misdemeanor. I wouldn't think it would just be a misdemeanor. That's interesting. Is it like a, yeah, like a class A dis- misdemeanor? It doesn't, is that the it doesn't worst specify. one? Or is that the less? I thought that was less. It's like it the third more. degree and first degree burns. I get that yeah. confused. No, third degree is bad. Yeah. I, wouldn't you think first degree would be the worst? It's so confusing. No, because that's like the first layer of skin. Yeah, layer, but like first layer. degree, like number one, you think that would be the worst. Right. That always, it's the third is the worst, well, right? I think class A is the worst when it comes to misdemeanors. Okay, well, it doesn't give me a letter. I'm not sure. I'm but not it's sure a, okay, works. but it's a misdemeanor. Uh, so McGuire had no explanation for his actions. Also, investigators think that in the past two days that he was driving the car by himself, that McGuire might have pulled over other drivers. <laughs> so anyone here in right, the... Did he, like, write him a ticket, or did like, <laughs> everybody get off like, with a warning? Or? from them? I don't know. I got a ticket. He got cash? I got a ticket once in... Uh, 
You know what? Fuck it. Goldendale, Washington. Okay. I fucking hate you, Goldendale, Washington. Where, where's Goldendale, Washington? It was on my way back from Warp Tour when I first moved uh, to Oregon. Where, and where I is some, that? It's uh, on the other side of the river when you're like heading back from uh, the gorge. Oh, okay. All like right. the gorge where the concerts are, that one. And I was oh, going okay. through like right. on the mm-hmm. other side of like uh, central Washington. Washington. Yeah. Okay. And I had like gone around a corner, I was speeding a little bit, and this this asshole deputy pulled me over. What, He's but like, you just said you were speeding. I was going like a couple miles over, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so he pulled me over. He's just like, well, you know, we can make this all go away. And I fucking paid. I had cash on me and I paid him a hundred bucks and I never got the ticket. What? No shit. He took a bribe. Mm-hmm. Wow. He, he didn't take a bribe. He told me that he wouldn't put my ticket in. And so I gave him a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I never got the ticket and it never like to this day, like I still. And you had a hundred dollars on you. Yeah. I had cash on me because I'd brought a bunch of money for Warp Tour. Wow. I spending. Yeah. That I've. I have not heard of that. Washington, though, that guy—it was sketchy. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised. It was weird. I was my friend was in the car, and it was just a weird situation, and he was just creepy, and I'm just like, fine. He's just like, or we could get this taken care of right now. Damn, that's like Mexico type shit. Yeah, Goldendale, Washington. All right, so there you go. Of note. Well, this was like also this was over a decade ago, so who knows? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that stuff still goes on. Oh, I'm sure because he could tell that we were just heading home and we were Mm -hmm. exhausted and sunburned. He probably did that all day long. Oh yeah. Because I was always for cup. years, I was freaked out that he, you know, because he took my, he took all my information, uh-huh. and so I, I've always checked to make sure, like, if it didn't affect my insurance, and never showed up. Wow, never showed up. Well, you had witnesses, right? Mm, so you yeah, would have been a, able to. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to turn that in. Yep. So McGuire was uh, released from county jail yesterday. It's not immediately clear whether or not he has a lawyer. Greg, I saw this and thought of you out of Rapid City, San Diego, South Dakota. <laughs> I saw the SD and I said San Diego. <laughs> I'm starting to get self-conscious about how stupid I am. What, just, what do you uh, mean? Uh, San Di- it's Rapid City, San Diego. Who says that? Oh, you're hot. It's okay. Thanks. I know. No, I did. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> uh, all right. Rapid City. S- I almost said it again. South Dakota. A businessman looking to invest more time in his traveling uh, business is seeking a buyer for his rural southwestern South Dakota town that he owns. He's selling a town, Greg. I figured you could get it. Okay. You can name it whatever you want. Awesome. Uh, if you win the lottery, like it's, it's four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that's a little so this guy's name is How many Lit- buildings? Uh, well, let me tell you. So his name's Lance Benson. He's the sole owner. You'd have to change this because it's too appropriate. The town's called Sweat. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you call you call it Niblanistan or whatever. Uh, no, it'd probably be Gregville because Niblanistan's going to be the country. Okay, but yeah, that'll be the region. Well, Greg- it's a, Gregville. It could be my capital. Well, it's a, about two, a two hours southeast of Rapid City. South Dakota. Okay. Uh, let's see. So uh, Lance Benson bought it in 1998, uh, put the town on the market last week for $400,000. So uh, in the 1940s, the town had a population of 40 people, along with a post office, some houses, and a grocery store. Over years, um, ownership of the town concentrated to a single person until it wound up in Benson's hands about 16 years ago. Now, uh, what remains are three trailers, a house, a workshop, and a bar. Okay. Where a lot of these has a lot of traveling cowboys actually come in. Uh, local cowboys and wheat growers come into the Sweat Tavern, and it's okay. the de facto—he uh, says—the de facto gathering place for local cowboys. How, how many people live there now? One. Yeah, oh, only one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, but do you get the people through. when you buy the town? Are they like? <laughs> but you get you, the, Are they like conscripts at that point? Or think about what you just said. I'm just, I'm just curious how that would work. Think about what you said. I mean, you know, my town, my rules, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's the—it's the only watering hole the Sweat Tavern is in a ten-mile radius. All right. So um, he says ten that, miles. That's it. That's not that. Well, people are driving through and they need to. And the, need to with wet a their town, whistles. a population of one. <laughs> the population of one. <laughs> I'm not liking. I'm not liking this so far. <laughs> well, I was just letting you know in case you wanted to buy. All right, it. I'll consider it. Okay. I don't know if I want to start my cult in South Dakota though. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best way to. Wait, what? I mean, nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Out of Wabasso, Florida. A Florida woman has been arrested after it was discovered that she allegedly had hidden crack cocaine. Where do you think she hid it, Greg? I don't want to know. Where do you think she hid it, Greg? I don't want to know. Somewhere with a crack? Inside of her vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Sheriff's Office investigators pulled over a man by the name of Robert William King and his lovely lady companion, Jennifer Crosby, because it appeared their vehicle had a window tint violation. Uh, let's see, when her beau was asked for his license, the 47-year-old man responded, I don't have a license, I'm habitual. Then when he started talking to Crosby, she was skittish, and a female deputy was summoned to the scene to look for drugs. Uh, after she arrived, Jennifer Crosby allegedly confessed to having drugs hidden inside of her vagina, wrapped in tinfoil. 
She said to the female deputy, ouch, the foil is hurting the inside of my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she said it? She said, ouch, the foil is hurting the inside of my vagina. That's the quote. <laughs> yes, Crosby is, was arrested on possession of cocaine and possession of drug paraphernalia. Wow. All right, I just picked this last story because I knew it would piss you off. Oh. You only picked it for that reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is out of Columbus, Ohio. Which is making me think, Greg, maybe we're... I think we're being slightly too ambitious. We need to do something lazy to start making money. Okay. I think we're working too hard. All right. Let me, let, let's just, let me go to this story to see it. All right, this is out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, an Ohio man who created a crowdfunding project on Kickstarter... You know, we all know what Kickstarter is, yes. yes. All right, so you can where you can like set a goal for yourself, and then people can kick in money, right? And then you can achieve your goal, right? And your dreams come true. All right, yeah. And all so, your uh, dreams come true. And all blah, your dreams blah, blah, blah. come true. So it's a crowdfunding project on Kickstarter. This guy's from Ohio. Uh, he, so he started one to help him raise money for a potato salad. Oh, I saw this <laughs> yesterday. Aaron Duran posted it's about this. Bullshit. Uh, all right, no, but it's it's even it's worse a than kid, it was. Right? That, it's worse than it was yesterday. I saw this yesterday, and I'm like, okay. Oh. So yes, explain this. So he wanted to. He's ma- he's all right. So this guy's name. He's, he's, he's a real kookster. His name is uh, Zach Danger Brown. What a fucking douchebag! Smart one though. So this guy's name is Zach Danger Brown. He started a Kickstarter page um, for his potato salad project with a goal of just ten dollars. So he actually started a Kickstarter for ten dollars to make, to make a, potato salad. a potato salad. One However, potato salad. One potato salad. Uh, uh, uh. Now. As of today, he has raised more than $22,000. Oh, my God. $22,000. Just by putting a Kickstarter for $10 to make a potato salad. Yes. He has made... People have given him $22,000. He has had over 1,700 backers contributing over $22,000. So this guy... uh, So he quickly reached his first goal of what was $10, has been updating his page with stretch goals, including the idea to rent out a party hall and invite the whole internet to a potato salad party. (sighs) He still has 25 days to go for his potato salad goal. And yes, he gets to keep all the money. For $6.99 a month, you can become a subscriber of the Fun Employment Radio Network. You get access to all of the 24 hours of live programming, amazing content, and access to the archives. $6.99 a month for that. As of or now, contribute to pota- to a potato salad. <laughs> that too. Your choice. God damn! This is what I'm saying, Greg. We're trying to put out quality content daily. This guy says he wants this to make a potato, a potato salad. salad. Internet's win. Internet wins. <laughs> Why get? Where is? Where's the equivalent of our ten dollar potato salad? <laughs> People are asking, do we get any potato salad? Um, I'll tell you what. If you become a year subscriber. Uh, you you can, can't make potato salad. No, I'm not going to make any. I'll buy some. Can you make potato salad? Can you make potato salad? No, no. Mm-hmm. I don't even like potato salad. It's okay. I mean, I like Lily's mom's potato salad. Well, that's good. Yeah. Actually, I should back up on whatever I was going to promise. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like sweating you too be much. Doing that. Yeah, I know. Plus, the I've potato got, like, salad thing's already done. Going. Like, what simple thing could we do? I, I don't know. I See, mean, we're thinking too. We're thinking too we're hard. Clearly we need to just go too with hard. basics. We need to go with basics. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, you and I need to have a non-thinking powwow to okay, come up with right. how we're going to raise $22,000. We need to dumb it down a little bit more. Let's dumb it down. Okay. All right. Let's be like this guy. All right. We're going to have to think about this. All right. Well, as of now, if you want to continue to donate to this guy, a donation of $50 will secure a potential potato salad enthusiast an international potato salad recipe book. And you can also taste his potato salad when he makes it. Wow. There you go. $22,000 in just a matter of days. That is our country, and that is your world of crazy. It's that kind of stuff that, like, bothers you. For some reason, or like... No, it, it's true. Yeah, that that, I still think about that fucking sports team. When, uh, oh, when the Dallas Cowboys website When the website Dallas Cowboys was, forgot to renew their website, I still yeah, think about like that. for, like, 20 minutes or for something. For, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, if I would have just gone to the Dallas Cowboys website yeah. and noticed, yep. then... Whoosh, Yep. All your problems. What, what is it? All your dreams come true? All my dreams <laughs> come true. That's it. That's true. What would your dreams be that you wanted to come true? Do this every day, but be able to not worry about finances? Yeah. Okay. That's so good. That's my dream. Yep. No, mm-hmm. that works. All right. Um, Sorry, was, that, was that too honest? Yeah, that was Yeah, that was way too honest. To, I didn't mean to be so honest. So serious. Okay. A little bit of ball talk. Oh, and I did put out some treats. Oh, yes, because I'm going to have to make a prediction. You will. Because actually... 
As of right this second, the World Cup is... Oh my god. Is this really what the score is? What? Okay, um, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. As of this very minute, <laughs> on July 8th, 2014, the World Cup is... Uh, there's a game right now in the semifinals, so there's four teams left. And today, Brazil and Germany are playing, and uh, the winner will go on to the championship match. It is 26 minutes into the match. Germany is up 3-0. to zero. What? Wow. 3-0 to zero in 26 minutes as of right now. Holy shit. There's still a lot of the game left. There's 90 minutes, of course, in a game. And then... 3-0? Uh, 3-0. to, zero? Three to zero. Now are you regretting not doing this... the show earlier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is what's happening right now. L- later on here in Ball Talk, I will be making a prediction on Netherlands versus Argentina, which is happening Greg, tomorrow. they just scored again. It is 4-0. It is 4-0 right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. Damn, yes, 4 to 0. Never mind. Still 26 minutes. So this is uh that's happening right now in Brazil. All right, moving on in ball talk before I make my prediction for tomorrow. Uh got a couple other things that are happening, sir. Oh my sir. god. A couple other things going on in the world. There's this the Major League Baseball All-Star game. I would watch soccer if the scoring was like that. If they actually yeah, made four goals I don't in 26 think that, minutes. I don't know if anybody scored four goals so far in the World Cup in one match. <laughs> total? Yeah, total. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um all right, God. but this this is a different sport here. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is going to be taking place in Minnesota, and they're going to be the first to debut this, at least in the United States, according to, according to them, um, to debut self-serve beer stations. So it's a, from a company called Draft Serve, and it's essentially a, it's a big beer vending machine. That would be so bad in the U.S. None of us have any self-control. This is in the U.S. This is in Minnesota. Wait, That's what, what we're talking about. Yeah, no, this is... It's in Minnesota? This is at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I heard Brazil. I'm sorry. I was still thinking that it was somewhere else. All right. Okay, Major League Baseball All-Star Game in Minnesota. And uh, so they're going to have Budweiser and Bud Light. It'll cost 38 cents per ounce. Um, oh, and then they'll have Shock Top, Lemon Shandy, Goose Island, Urban Pale Ale, and those are 40 cents per ounce. Wow, you're getting a better deal with the 40 cents per ounce. And you go for wow. the more alcohol with those ones, um, but yeah, you can you can buy it. So you buy it by the ounce. So you can only you can purchase up to forty eight ounces every fifteen minutes. So you can buy. It. They're like this is how they're they're like they're they want to watch out for people getting too drunk, and it actually says this on so your. So I was thinking about it. So forty of it of like shock top would be what sixteen bucks. Uh, uh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep. Hmm. Well, no, no for. I can't do math. I was yeah. just seeing if you... Yeah, no, that'd, that'd be, be right. That'd be right. Yeah, yeah. that would be $16. Um, so they... Uh, but still, I mean, it's at a baseball game. That's that's still a pretty good deal. And so they say they'll have attendants manning the stations to check IDs, <laughs> uh, supposedly. And yeah. drafters will allow uh, cardholders to pour up to 48 ounces every 15 minutes. So you can get... That is going to be a shit show. Just, I mean, you know how many people are just going to stand there in line the entire time? Like, get their 48 ounces, go to the back of the line, go right back up to the top after 15 minutes of waiting in line, mm-hmm. and do it again. But this is happening, and they're going to test this out and see how well it works in, uh, in Minnesota. So there we go. I hope it works very well. Yeah, I don't see this it's working not out very well for anyone. Uh, moving on in ball talk. We got this. There is... A scandal erupting, also in Major League Baseball, Sarah. There's a lawsuit that's been levied against the New York Yankees. And it's not from a player or anything like that. It is from a fan by the name of Andrew Rector. Rector? I barely knew her. Uh, (laughs) Andrew Rector. Yeah, damn near killed her. That's what it was. (laughs) That's it. So, uh, Andrew Rector and this guy, the reason he is suing... Let me get the actual terms here in the lawsuit of what he's claiming. And uh, he is uh, seeking $10 million in damages for an unending verbal crusade against him. He feels he's been... It's a defamation <laughs> lawsuit against the Yankees, Major League Baseball, ESPN, John Cruck, and another announcer, Dan Schulman. <laughs> and I'm going to sue the city, and I'm going to sue the bus and system, and I'm going to sue... All that ever makes you think of is uh, Jackie from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to sue the... Anyway. Um, so this guy is suing all of them because of what happened during a game. And I'm going to pull up the audio here, so I'm going to play this for you on what the lawsuit is actually based on, what he is claiming. Okay. Now, this was during a game. Uh, Boston was playing the Yankees, 
And he, uh, okay, I'll put the picture in the chat. I'm sorry, I'm having a little while tucked up Mm hmm. Trying to pull this Well, just while you're doing ones. that, uh, Germany's now up 5 0. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They're up 5 0 right now? Mm hmm. Wow. And this is in Brazil. Like, they're, uh, oh boy, That's I would not want to be German in Brazil right now. Dude, that is. That is a bad place to be right now for them. I hope everything ends okay. They are going to riot. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, somebody posted the picture in there for me. Um, so here, I'm going to play the audio. So this was during a game, and I want you to tell me if this is sue-worthy. Greg, you're missing your favorite thing ever. Apparently, fans are openly crying in the stands. Are you kidding me? That is my favorite thing ever. You're the one that didn't want to do the early show. Well, I, and I have to go film right after this. God dang it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this happened during a, uh, during a Major League Baseball broadcast. These are the announcers talking about it. You know how they zoom in sometimes and they find people doing weird things? Yeah. Like there was the Washington State Cougars game last year where there was the guy like drowning himself in popcorn because he was so sad. <gasps> oh, that one was awesome. Yeah. Well, there's this guy. He just fell asleep during the game. So he's just kind of got his head le- leaned over. And uh, we'll post a picture of him at uh, funemploymentradio.com. I'm going to play the audio. The so this is the audio. Live streaming sports service and the video is just years. of him this, sleeping. This guy's oblivious to how good it is. Join the millions of subscribers, maybe even this guy. Watch every out-of-market game live in true HD on over 400 devices. Visit MLB.tv for details. Sometimes you have to turn it off to get some <laughs> sleep. It's not the place you come to sleep. Like, tell you what, though, how comfortable is that? Probably won't have any neck problems tomorrow. <laughs> that was it, and he's suing for $10 million. Oh, that's based on that. embarrassing that he's suing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he has placed his lawsuit... Uh, the lawsuit also alleges announcers like Dan Schulman and John Cruck. Oh, he didn't even spell John Cruck's name right. Unleashed. Okay, I'm going to read this exactly how it's written. All right. Because obviously he submitted this himself. Announcers like Dan Schulman and John Cruck unleashed avalanche of disparaging words against the person of and concerning the plaintiff. These words include, but not limited to, stupor, fatty, unintelligent, stupid, Knowing and intending the same to be heard and listened to by millions of people all over the world. Wait, he's saying that's what they said about him? I think he's, yeah. And, but listening to that, I no. highly doubt that any baseball announcer would say fatty. They know their shit enough to not <laughs> say that. <laughs> like, look at that fatty. Yeah, I'm well, guessing they've got... Well, unless it was like some like, schmuck on like sports radio who was like, oh yeah. Did you maybe. See like, maybe somebody on... Referencing what the s- people said, but then calling them sports, a guy fatty. Yeah, sports radio, I could see maybe somebody doing that. But if that's all that was, what we just heard right there, this is what he's suing on. He is also of... Um, is he also suing the moon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, he's also claiming that it helped people, okay, unleash stuff on Twitter. That people on Twitter were saying things about him. Even though. He could totally be anonymous if he didn't choose to yes. be an idiot about it. Oh, yes. Like, no, you're just, he has asked for all of this. This, yeah. is, this is going to be awful for him. But uh, that is what's happening. He is suing the Yankees for $10 million. $10 million. All right, I have two more things really quick in Ball Talk that I got to get to. One being the prediction, the other one is this. And this, I have to do it because I don't know when this is going to end, but okay. it's going to end and it'll be terrible right. for a certain city in America. And that city is Cleveland. Oh. So, LeBron James. LeBron James, now a an unrestricted free agent from the Miami Heat, but he can go anywhere he wants. And, of course, he's been talking to a couple of teams. A lot of speculation is that he's just going to end up back in Miami. But Cleveland fans have a lot of hope right now because there are rumors circulating. And these are just rumors that uh, his agent reached out to Cleveland oh, God. to talk about coming back to Cleveland. Now, of course, when he left Cleveland so the first time... so sad whenever you bring this up. They burned his jerseys, and they took his name down from everything in Ohio. Literally burned his jerseys. They had a LeBron James jersey. Oh, I remember party. when they took out billboards, and they made songs, and the mayor pleaded, and then when that all like went horribly awry, yes. they burned everything. They burned, they burned <laughs> the city down. Yeah. Well, now they're hoping that maybe he's going to come back and love them once again. Maybe he didn't. This mean is it like the, the most time. abusive relationship <laughs> ever. <laughs> and they're doing it to themselves. They're doing it to themselves. Like maybe he's going to come back. Maybe he'll still no. love me. No, no, he's never coming. No, back. he lo- he still loves me. No, please don't say that it's a song. I just wanted to play the song from this. God was, damn this it. was from the last time LeBron made the decision to go to Miami, and this was a song the city of Cleveland put out. It's called "We Are LeBron." 
There comes a time when a decision must be made. Will the king move on or will he stay? These are apparently Cleveland celebrities. Oh my God! We really need you. <laughs> no bigger heart is gonna love you half as much as we do. This is so sad. Okay, that's enough. That is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is what they did last time, and he left them. Despite the song. <laughs> but they now think maybe, just maybe, there's a chance he'll come Seriously, back again. There's a chance. Oh, there's sad a chance. Love. Oh, God. I still love you, LeBron. All right. I remember that from what? When, did, when was that? Like three years ago? Uh, yes. That Ugh. was in 2010 when yeah. you made the decision, I believe, last time to go to Miami. So that is what they're saying. All right. It's, <laughs> it's time now for hashtag Greg the Human to make a prediction. Oh. It hasn't really taken off on Twitter quite like I hoped. Maybe would. if you were better at it, it would have. Hashtag Greg the Human. Making predictions throughout the entire World Cup. Didn't predict the Germany being up 5-0. to zero. However, you did root for Germany. I did. I did pick Germany to win it. Greg, do you want to talk about uh, when you were doing like your online nerd poll with your friend about like uh, when you did your fantasy World Cup I was behind the scenes, team, Sarah. And Greg might or might not have pitted... Germany versus U.S. and no, I did not. No, I didn't. Or wait, no, you. But whoever was playing against the U.S. Wait, okay, you're trying to wrap me out on things, and you don't even know what you're. All right, me who out did on. you? What team was playing the U.S. that they just lost to? Belgium. On your little fantasy team that you have with your friend, which team did you have winning? Did I predict would win that match? Belgium. Yeah. Okay. Belgium. Well, Belgium won. I didn't want Belgium to win. You can't be a good representative as a psychic human for the United States if you're already like rooting I'm not, against no, the United States. No, I'm not particularly for the United. The Greg the human doesn't root for any side. He just makes you predictions. Don't root I for just, your country. I root for my. Mm, hashtag Greg the human just makes predictions. God damn it! All right, in front of me. But it Ooh. seems like your Germany prediction's going all right. <laughs> yeah, so far it is. <laughs> all right, tomorrow, Netherlands and Argentina will be playing to see who's going to play Germany in the final. And They could come in, back. In front of me, I've got two pieces of paper. Underneath Rich, are, on one is written Netherlands, one is written Argentina. I don't know which is which. Mm. I've got some delicious pastries on here. You sure do. I do indeed, from our lovely guests from New York. And I don't know what kind of pastries these are, but they look They look, they look amazing. amazing. All right. So I don't know which is which. I'm just going to choose one. This one. All right. Well, here, you've got to pass me the paper. Oh, thank you very much. Who I have predicted. Greg, you have picked the Netherlands. (laughs) Netherlands. All right. Oh, I should probably eat the other one just to make sure. But it's okay. All right. Netherlands. Prediction to win tomorrow. We will find out tomorrow during the World Cup. I can't eat and talk at the same time. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. (laughs) Oh, wow. That is delicious. Uh, Greg, just so you know, in case you didn't know, just so you know, in case you didn't know, Mm -hmm. you have a 25% success rate. (laughs) Who says this? Uh, Someone who's been keeping track. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. That seems about right. I'd have to consult the... You probably shouldn't even push that because that seems pretty generous <laughs> there. I I was pretty good there in the beginning. And I got a couple couple of them right. Mhm. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure if I believe that. I'll just have to check the statistics on that. Okay. Um we do have one other thing though. Mhm. And this is uh something that uh we need to play here, of course, of all days. This is when I'm having issues. Uh this comes from Brian Brian in Iowa. Brian in Iowa. Brian in Iowa. And he had actually written in asking if uh, he could uh, do something for his wife. And it is their fifth anniversary. Is he pregnant? It's today. He is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't know about that. That wasn't what he was announcing today. Oh, oops. Yes. Uh, but no, other than that, <laughs> he did want to say uh, something to his wife. And he actually left a message. So I'm going to play that for you right now. Hi, this is Brian from Des Moines, Iowa. I just want to wish my wife, Jenny, a happy anniversary. The best five years of my life. Thank you. 
Oh, that's so cute. There we go. So that is from Brian in Iowa. The best five years of his life. Yeah. Wow. That's just adorable. Also, we need, do need to go uh, do a birthday. Oh, we do. Because it is one of our favorite people, Miss Kersey. Oh, Kersey yes. Rutherford. She is, do you want to feel old, Greg? What? She's 22. Wow. Yeah. 22? 22. Damn. Okay. Yes. So hap- I, I remember her coming to listener parties where she would drop her parents off and she was a designated she was driver. Under- <laughs> she, was, <laughs> she was 17 and yeah. dropping yeah. Melanie and Rick off. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they'd have to call her to come pick them up afterwards. By the way, I think she still is their designated driver at 22. <laughs> well, Kersey, oh, that is a good family right there. <laughs> Kersey, we love you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> of note, Rick Rutherford has just joined the live chat saying, hey. <laughs> well, hey, buddy. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call out your DD. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think we've done enough damage for I the I think day. so, too. Yeah, because um, I feel like I have, like, fever brain at this point because it's so fever hot. Fever brain? Here. You're not even putting words together, right? No, like fever brain. You know, when it's you're, like, so hot brain. that you can't think straight. Oh, wait. That, that doesn't happen to other people? And then, you like, your mind wanders into weird places. And I don't want to know where your mind wanders. Uh-oh. Like, you want to, like, pull people over and pretend to be a police officer. Which I would never do. I would never do anything like that. Thank you to our sponsor, Squarespace. Which (laughs) they probably didn't want me to lead up with that. Uh, Squarespace.com, of course, a wonderful place to go get your website done. If you don't have a website, you need to get one. If you already have one, then you should switch. Because Squarespace is amazing. And uh, they have all kinds of different templates for you to design your websites. And it makes it very simple for you to make something nice, clean, professional, no matter what your business is or whether it's for yourself. Even if you just want to put like a resume up, you will look awesome mm-hmm. with a Squarespace website, like any potential employer. And so you can go there, try it out for free, and then when you check out, use the offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT and get 10% off. Use that offer code, fun employment, and tell all of your friends. You're doing Anybody awesome you know, with your fever brain. Anybody you know who needs a website, <laughs> well, now that's going to tank that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anybody you know who needs a website, let them know to use that offer code, fun employment. You get 10% off. And so it works for anyone, and it is fantastic. Try it out. All right. We both use it. We both We do. It. We do indeed. Whew. We do want to give a very fever special brain. thanks to our friends who are visiting us from New York. They've yes, been hanging indeed. out in this fucking sweltering studio. I can say it's hot at the end now, right? All right. It's you can hot. say it's hot at the end. It's hot. <laughs> Even they were saying it's hot. <laughs> it is warm in here. Yes. It is warm in here. But, you know, this is what we do because we love doing the show. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be here doing the show. We melt for you. We melt. Yeah. No, that, mm-hmm. sounds, that sounds kind of weird, <laughs> the way that you said that. I don't know, if I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> all right. Send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Oh, no. But as soon as I... Okay, I was going to say, as soon as I told, I was joking that Kersey was Rick's designated driver, he left. I'm like, oh, God, was that touchy? I didn't mean to. She's not your designated driver, Rick. Now he's back. So oh, okay. okay, now he's back. All right. All right. Whew. Rick oh. and Melanie are incredible parents. It's true. They are. No, they're, I know. they're an awesome family. They're, I know. They're like the funnest family ever. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in <laughs> wherever you listen. We do greatly appreciate oh. it. And yes, I apologize for the fever brain. I've said that way too many Stop times. Stop saying now. that. Or I should probably stop talking. All right, you guys are awesome. We'll be back, be back tomorrow <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.